Cryptozoology is, by its very nature, elusive. Thus, we cannot say that we are exactly bringing you the facts. But we will do our best to help you see these mythical legends as we do. So sit back, relax, and wait. What's that behind you? <laughs> Never mind. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to the Cryptids on Cryptids podcast. I'm Martin. I'm Sid. And uh, what have we got today, Sid? So, okay. Today, we have a boy that I did a tremendous amount of research on. Okay, like, how much is a tremendous amount? Like, a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Like, a... Uh, okay. Like, probably, if I had to if I had to give, like, a rough estimate, I'd say I put 15 hours of research into this. Holy shit. 15 to 20, yeah. Wow. Of, com- of complete research, yeah. This was a lot uh because this week we have the green knight the green knight okay so this is i know this this is folklore this is from the arthurian myths yes um and i love him (laughs) okay i respect him but given the fact that i had to read the actual like arthurian myths like, I had to go into my school's folklore archives and pull these suckers out and actually read them. Uh, oh? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's so that's like, where we went. the OG? I read the actual, like, the closest translations that we have. The sacred texts. I read the sacred texts. And, like... Can I can I just can I just have a quick moment to dunk on Arthur, Arthurian myths? I have the utmost respect for people who enjoy them. Oh, but there's a lot to dunk on. It's basically the Marvel universe for fucking mythology nerds. I uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> everyone has bonkers long names. Nothing makes any sense unless you've read every single piece of media that was ever created during this time period. Yeah, and all the different media is like by different authors, so it's all basically just like yeah. fan fiction based on like the original texts and like the original yeah. like spoken word lore. <laughs> it's just it's just like this whole mess of just like a bunch of people being like, "Hmm, here's my take on it." <laughs> Yeah, and all of their takes are bad. Uh, <laughs> all of them. Yeah. No one ever had all of a them, good take. All of them are bad, and all of them are horny, and that's just it. That's just... I noticed that. Yes. I didn't want to say anything, There's so thanks for bringing it. it up. But it's so horny. There's a lot of And I don't even it. understand why. Like... Um, sexual repre- repression with the rise of the Catholic Church, probably? Probably. Probably that. But, like... <laughs> all due respect it reads like someone wrote a romance novel and then was told at the very last second that it was supposed to be an adventure novel before publishing so they went over and like hastily covered all the erotica with like just absolutely jacked nights so you have these weirdly <laughs> intimate descriptions of like rippling muscles and things like that which yeah <sighs> no no judgment england 
there's there's only so many ways I can listen to you describe a man's rippling thigh muscles without getting deeply uncomfortable. Well, here's the trick, Sid. They're all just a little bit gay. <laughs> it, it's like the entire thing is like vaguely homoerotic. All of it. I mean, like, yeah. There's a lot like, of subtext in sword fights. Let's just put it that way. Oh no! This is that's like so far out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what specifically? We're talking about the Green Knight. So what's the sp- Green Knight. specifically? Let's dive in. Okay. We're not here so, to cover all the horniness and all the mess. It's, we're not getting into Lancelot because. That's a fucking trip. Who? Who? Lancelot's a fucking trip. That needs two episodes. Minimum. And one of them is just completely horny. Like. <laughs> Which we are not doing. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Uh, so are you looking for like a description of the lad? Yeah, Do let's you start want there. Okay. So are we I think the start? first thing I have to mention is he's just jacked. Jacked. Like yeah, every Arthurian knight is just ripped to all get out. I but mean, like you gotta be to be a knight, right? Because like all the armor is so heavy, and like it's a lot. Actually, yeah, swords I mean, are I not f- that heavy. Swords aren't that heavy. Armor sucks, though. Armor's bad. As though. someone, <laughs> as someone who like has fought with actual like armor on, like. Proper medieval armor. Chainmail or plate? Uh, plate. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sucked. It was so hot out. Uh, and I was wearing plate, and then I had a helmet, and there was also padding underneath the plate. Gotta uh, have the padding. I Otherwise the metal's sweat real harsh on your skin. Like a dog. I sweat like a dog. It was so bad. <laughs> uh... I think the thing that was the worst about it was the shoes, but... <laughs> <laughs> shoes? God. They don't make them... I have very small feet, fun fact. Uh, were they, they don't make them in gigantic? my size. Were you just so pretty much were... wearing, like, medieval clown shoes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, straight up. They made them the smallest size they had in them, because I was borrowing the armor of someone who's roughly my body type, but wears a men's size 8. For context... I wear a women's size four. Uh, <laughs> I, see, there's like a conversion metric that's there that I just don't understand. My men's size doesn't exist. Cool. <laughs> I wear boys sizing if I get men's shoes. <laughs> it's like a boys cool. 12 or 13, I think. <laughs> wow. Yeah, tiny. I got small feet. It doesn't make any sense because I'm like of average height. I'm not short. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, but I mean, like, I, I get, I would, I would be dwarfed by any knight from this time period, I think. Was the green knight just, like, real tall, too? Was he just tall and jacked? Straight up. Like, full-on green giant levels of, like, A, yeah, he actually did have green, okay. Whether or not he had green skin varies on myth to myth, as far as, like, who wrote it, from what place, like, but uh-huh. he's always dressed in green, which is why he's called the Green Knight. Yeah. But, like, the strong things that go over is he's tall. Absolute, just, like, more ripped than the average knight from this time. An period. absolute tree of a man. Just built like a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
like a whole barrel of a human and like I'd say jolly green giant but he's like always out for blood so I can't really like <laughs> like the menacing green giant let's <laughs> yeah like Hagrid build but if like Hagrid actively wanted you dead like if Hagrid fought the animals that he cared for in yeah the woods. it's like Hagrid build yeah. but if he had like a two-handed greatsword and he's coming at you <laughs> yeah specifically you he does have the vibes of a dude who would, like, get in a fight at a bar and just throw a stool for no reason. Well, there's a reason. Just because he can? The drama, Sid. Oh, that's valid. <laughs> Completely valid. Just, it's the drama of it. Like, it is the drama. You can read all Arthurian myths and with, like, the same energy. It's just gay theater kid drama. It's all it is. You know what? Yeah. That, that it's makes just sense. like if somebody gave every theater kid in your high school a sword and was just like, hey. Hey? Look. Not even just the gay ones. If you just gave every theater kid a sword. <laughs> yeah, just every theater kid a sword. Because, like... Yeah, that seems about the, the right levels of, yeah. like, horny and botulism and, and violence. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you made every high school theater kid of age to just do shit, gave them weapons, and were just like, go get them, and did not tell them where. Yeah, just, just like, unleash them into the woods for a little bit and see what happened. Yeah, just figure it out. That's your new Arthurian myth. That's how to do it. Don't, don't actually release theater kids into the woods with swords. That's not their natural environment, and they will become an invasive species. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll displace all, like, the cross-country kids just because theater kids are winning in a fight against cross-country kids. You Cro know that. Cross-country kids are a bunch of nerds. The theater kids would win in a fight. They have nothing to lose. Like. Yeah. People that, like, run. What are you doing? Guys, what running. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> running. Guys, just lay down. I take a nap. Fucking chill. Holy shit. I what are you forgot, running from? Like I d <laughs> what do cross-country kids know that we don't? Like... If it's... Are, are they, like, cross-country? They're, like, country? You know, God country? Maybe it's the fear of God. That, that's why they're running. <laughs> cross-country kids running because of the fear of God. <laughs> like... That's another thing I feel like... I want to bring up really quick uh -huh. for the Arthurian mythos, as we mentioned fear of God. Yeah. There's no, like... Like, there's religious imagery. Yeah. yeah but why? there's it's just England. so much witchcraft. Yeah. There's just <laughs> so much witchcraft. Yeah, I mean, like, isn't, like, part of the, like, mythos of the Green Knight that he's, like, druidic? I know that's true yeah. of, like, Merlin, right? Like, he's druidic. Well... It's sort of like an allegory in a way. So the Green Knight is often used to sort of represent the will of nature itself. Yeah, as are druids in general in this kind yeah. of like, you know. In this in this area. In I this guess context. Like, or text. Just text, not context, text. just text. <laughs> text. <laughs> uh, because like... I guess part of me has a very... Like I have a, I have a, I have a very tainted image of druids... Just because I play D&D. &D. 
Yeah. Uh, and so when I think of Druid, I think of the actual Druid from the party I DM for, who's just a, an automaton. Uh, <laughs> so I'm a little broken. But, and like, we have, technically, we have pictures of the Green Knight, but they're very uh, medieval yes. in nature. So they're not, art. like, flattering. <laughs> no. Or, like, all that, all that, like, There's a lot Good going of a on. Representation of what a person looks like. Yeah, there's a lot going on, but they didn't really have a grasp of like proportions. <laughs> yeah. I didn't figure that out till the Renaissance. Like, <laughs> they were drawing animals with human faces, and like, yep. that's choice. That's choice. You know what? I'll give you points for creativity. <laughs> Please stop drawing front-facing horses. I don't know why you think they look like that. It's so good. Have you ever seen, like, medieval paintings of cats? Yeah. That's, like, some of my favorite things to just look up. Because, like, either it's, like, this amorphous blob, or it's just, like, a ball with eyes. And it's so good. (laughs) That do just be how cats are, though. You know what? That is just how cats are. Yeah, valid. Part of me wonders if the reason why they draw cats like that is because a lot of medieval paintings were done like still lifes. Like they'd whack out an easel and then draw it as it sat there. A cat is not going to sit for your painting. Yeah, I I guess. So they just drew like a cat in motion. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, like, it's like camera blur, but like with painting. Yeah, they just like whipped it out and just like threw paint on the canvas and they're like did we get it fuck no <laughs> it, it, a like lot standing. of medieval art i like to describe as like it's someone who has seen a cat once in their life describing a cat to a person who has never once seen a cat and they do this for everything people included <laughs> the artists are it's just like... locked in a dark room and they're like hmm well uh it's Tall, tall. It's got uh, two two legs and a face, and they're like, "Fuck it, okay, it's a man." It's like, no. It's like it does just remind me of how a crime scene sketch is done. Yeah, they kind of were just like, like, you know, they wing yeah. it. Yeah, they they were given a very very loose description of what this person looks like oh, and yes. sort of told to figure it out and <laughs> just they're not even painting with like paint brush like they had paint brushes but it was like the little bit they could get from a horse you know <laughs> and they're sort of just your figuring paint it out is like some berries like a fucking yeah. nail you found in your backyard a blade of grass and a tuft of your own hair and it's like all right now paint a cat what the fuck is a cat <laughs> Paint a horse. I've only seen a horse from the front. (laughs) I saw a horse from the front once and then it kicked me immediately and I don't remember. (laughs) Oh Oh, dang, it got my paint in hand. I guess it's just gonna be a blob with a human face. Like, they didn't even have mirrors. I don't know what they were using as a reference photo. Like, you don't have reference photos. You just have to hope. Yeah, you just look at something and you you hope you got it, you know? You hope you got it. (laughs) Oh, God. 
<sighs> so that's... I think that gives a good image of how the Green Knight works, and also a good insight on how, like, the retelling of stories in this time period works. Yeah. Because, like... Like, there's a theory that, like, the reason that we have unicorns and stuff like that is because, like, someone told another person... It's like a game of telephone, but they're talking about a yeah. rhino, and then they're like, well, it's got four legs, and it's got a horn. And they're like, must be a horse. <laughs> Damn. Must just be a horse with a cool, cool horn on its face. Because, like, you have to consider the type of animals that lived in areas, too. Because, yeah. like, someone from England has only seen, like, deer and mm-hmm. horses and things like that. So when you say it's got four legs and it's got a horn, it's probably not a cat. So they're like, all right, that's a horse with a horn. And to be fair, a horse with a horn is not that far of a jump from, like, real animals that actually exist. Yeah, like, like that's what like, I'm saying. It's like a game of telephone, but you're talking about a rhino. And so, like, the first person's yeah. like, it's, like, a fucking jacked-ass horse, and it's got a horn on its face. That's all I got, yeah. man. You know? I mean, Cyclops, like, that was a real thing. That's why we think Cyclopses, uh, why people thought Cyclopses exist, because they found, uh, like, elephant, like, baby yeah, elephant, elephant skulls. skulls just have the whole hole in them so they were like oh just a cyclops and fun fact like prehistoric bear skeletons are eerily eerily similar to human skeletons so the theory for demigods for athens for these very like rational athens and rome and like all of these fairly rational societies was that they found a bear skeleton after hearing these legends of demigods and being like shit they actually existed, and they were eight feet tall. I don't make the rules, and so there are bear <laughs> skeletons. Found a skeleton. Look, there's proof. <laughs> they yeah. like dressed up and buried these bear skeletons in like wealth and riches and weapons and things, and so you have like current day archaeologists finding these bear skeletons in like gilded graves and being like, "Hey, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> this bear is from the Corinthian period." <laughs> I know bears probably didn't exist in the Corinthian period. Don't fucking at me. I, I know, I know, I know a bit about folklore, but if you ask me time periods, I'm very bad. I know locations. I don't even know if That's Corinthian it. is a is a period. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a Bible book, actually. Yeah, First Corinthians, Corinthians, Second Corinthians. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I might have been thinking of Cambrian, but hey, what up? I think you were thinking of Cambrian. <laughs> Corinthian. Corinthians. <period>. Yeah. <sighs> Absolutely. Fuck, we're like 20 minutes into this episode and we don't even know this fucker's name. <laughs> well, okay. It's a bit hard because he's got different ones. Okay. Which is why I keep calling him the Green Knight. Yeah. The Green Knight is very so, general. Let's get in to specifics. Yeah, let's I have get into three the stories I'm going to tell you. Cool. All right. So Love the first stories. one is Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. So this is a very this is a very rough and 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 smoothed over version for the for the listening of our audience who does not want to hear me read my rough translation of Old English. Yeah, no. You don't want to see it. It's not in these notes for a reason. Uh, yeah, you can. You, if you're really interested, go look it up. It's worth the time. Like, I literally had like a is. book of like, like Arthurian myths that I just like read when I was a kid, because I was a nerd I, like that. I enjoyed reading them, but as somebody who knows very, very little about the Arthur, the I'm gonna call it the Arthurverse. Fuck it, the <laughs> Arthurverse. 
uh, it's not where I would start. Yes. I would not start on the Green Knight myths. I would start at some of the more larger myths and then get into this. Because half of the reason this is as funny as it is is because you know the backstory of the bullshit Gawain has pulled. Gawain's done a lot of shit. Gwen's done a lot of shit. He's a bit of an asshole. He's a party animal. Uh, he is a party animal. He took a vow of chastity, though, so he's not that much of a party animal. Look, doesn't mean he uh, can't still drink and... He does. ...and party and, you know, juggle swords yeah. or whatever they did for entertainment back then? Um, murder people, apparently. Yeah, no, murder was pretty high on the list of entertainment. Murder people. So... That's actually deadass what happens. This is what happens. Uh, okay. So, in Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, uh, the Green Knight appears before Arthur in his court during a Christmas feast with holly in one hand and a whole ass axe in the other. And he basically just introduces himself to the feast. He's like, hello, I'm not here for war, but I still want to throw down. Mm-hmm. And so he turns to the court and he's basically like, someone can strike me but I get to do the same to them next year. And so Gawain, being the smartass he is, goes, sure, and just lops the knight's head clean off. The knight proceeds to grab his own head and say, basically, just says, I'll see you next year, Gawain, at the Green Chapel. Good luck. uh, At the New Year. (laughs) Good luck. And, And just leaves, like, with his head in his hands. Like, his physically removed head well, see, like the he's thing been was, beheaded he just ducked into his armor real quick <laughs> <laughs> where'd he get the prop head where'd it come from? oh are you saying yeah, he, it's like, just the helmet sleepy hollowed it yeah <laughs> he just put his head in his shirt i i hope so but there's like a fair amount of like blood imagery here too so oh no <laughs> like which is it green it does get well, he he has green skin here. He's a massive green giant. Does, does he have green blood though? He has red blood. You know, I was hoping for like a more badass Christmas origin. Like, where did the colors red and green come from? <laughs> from this specific fight. He's got holly. And this is, I think, the main part of this is this is a Christmas feast. Like, this is the this is an armistice period. This is when a lot of people would like go spend time with family, or like this is a jovial time period. And he shows up, and he's like, "I'm not here for war, but like, I still want to throw down." And they just went with it. Yeah, they're like, like, "Hey, it's a party. We're all fucking hammered. Let's have a sword fight. (laughs) Let's just do this." And so, like, Gawain can't. He, like, he gave his he gave his word so he has to go to the green chapel and like do this thing so he departs for the green chapel mm-hmm. uh, and on his on his travel there he's hosted by this dude named god help me Bertilac de Hot Desert which does just sound like a wizard 101 randomly generated name uh <laughs> it also is just like uh damn that guy's hot like a desert it's it's spelled like hot like hot like hot couture, hot couture, H A U T E yeah. So, for brevity's sake, I'm calling this dude Bert. Uh, <laughs> Not Bertilac. We could do Bertilac, but saying yeah. Bert and Gawain is very funny to me. Uh, so. <laughs> Bert and Wayne. Bert and Wayne. 
So, Bertalik hosts Gawain. Uh, yeah. And so during this hosting period, uh, he puts him through all these trials to test like his loyalty to King Arthur and his chastity. This is yeah. a common thing that happens where like a knight will go somewhere and then people will like send their wives to go seduce the knights. I don't know why this is such That's a common a thread, but it is. Acid, let's yeah. not kink shame. Oh, I didn't even consider that. God! <laughs> Every time we do one of these episodes, I'm forced to confront things I didn't want to. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is we're a very accepting podcast. We are a very accepting podcast. <laughs> Stop sending your wives to go seduce knights that have taken a vow of chastity. <laughs> Stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. You know like, what? Let's stop doing that. Stop doing that. I don't... Can we all like, just universally agree? Stop <laughs> doing that. Stop doing that. It's not like... It's it's just a weird thing to do, Chief. They said they took a vow that says they don't do that. So, like, he sends his wife to go seduce Gawain, and then he puts him through all these trials. I'm not going to go into details on the trials, because they don't make any sense unless you are fully informed on the Arthurverse TM. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> copyright pending. Copyright pending. Uh, it's basically like a standard thing where they try to see if this person is truly loyal to the person they serve. Uh, knights trials and things like that. Yeah. So fast forward to New Year's Day. He just asks him like, "Hey, what's Arthur's birthday?" Like, <laughs> they ask him all of Arthur's uh, like his birthday, his mother's maiden name, and who is his elementary school teacher. <laughs> Now it sounds like the Green Knight's just trying to fucking scam Arthur. Well, Can I get the last four digits of his social? Yeah. This Bertalick's out here trying to finesse his way into the king's purse. Well, actually, the last four digits are 0001, um, because King Arthur actually invented the social security number. Little known fact. King Arthur in line at the DMV. <laughs> yeah. Being like, uh, sir, I'm just gonna need your social security number. And he's like, yeah, one. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually back then it was called uh, the DHPV, uh, which is the Department of Horsepowered Vehicles. Good God. <laughs> you have fucking... Also where horsepower came from. Feudal Lord Insurance. <laughs> You can get you can get your swords insured for just yep. a few grain a month. <laughs> how 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 do you apply at at the Department of Horse Powered Vehicles? Like, do you reckon the lines are well, just as long, to, or are they longer? To, you have to register your horse. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and so you know that was done. That's why they looked in the horse's mouth when you buy when you buy a horse. Is that's that's his registration numbers in there. <laughs> you have to put your hand in the terrifying hell beast's mouth. Just open up those gums. Let me read those off your teeth. Good God. This is horse one zero six nine forty two. Four two zero six nine four two zero. 
I see you. I see you. But, like, I guess... Your social security number. Because that's where... Oh, good lord. Yeah. Your social security number. One. Like, One, the power yeah. that holds. <laughs> How well, easy would it be to, to the, have your you identity have to do the stolen? So zero 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 one. Yeah, but like, how easy is that to get your identity stolen? That's like having a social security number that's just one two three four five six seven eight. Like. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Look, it. What would you even do identity if you stole King Arthur's social then. security numbers? <laughs> What was that? What would you even do if you stole King Arthur's social security number? Do you just get to be king now? I mean, I guess Sir Gwen would just chop your head off. Well, well, that's the the Green Knight and Sir Gwen are are different. So I guess Gwen would chop your head off. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. So he's got all those knights. He's got a good god. You got you know, it's old fashioned security. Death? Just a sword. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus. When I was very little, uh, my mom told me she carried mace in her purse for um, for for defense, and I the only mace I knew of was just a mace, and so I was convinced that she just kept a full-on proper mace in her purse for self-defense. Do you know they keep one at uh, Congress? Do they really? Yeah, it's been used. Oh, shit. Yeah, when members of Congress got unruly. They had a mace? Yeah, they have a mace. That's a... That's not a light punishment. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a big stick. Jesus. It's a very decorative stick. I guess, like, when I think of a mace, I think of a metal ball with spikes on it. Oh, no. See, that's that's a different thing. A mace is just... It's just the metal ball part. It, it's like a... Isn't it like... A, a mace is a stick with a metal ball on the end. Yeah, with the, with, the little, with the little with the metal ball with spikes on it. Yeah? But there's no spikes for a mace. Uh, with the, the spikes is a whole different... It's a whole different weapon. I, ha- I thought the spikes had... It's a new classification. A is it a new one? Yeah, it's... It, the, first they were like, here's a stick. Then they were like, what if we put a metal ball on that stick? And then they were like, that's a mace. And then uh, they you know put spikes on that and they were like that's a spiky mace oh oh okay so it is it's like a different class yeah it's a whole of a mace. it's a whole different thing yeah i have to check one thing really quick uh okay if it has spikes on the end of it mm-hmm. it's a morning star yeah that's what i okay i forgot the name for morning star but that's that's it yeah it's a morning star has the spikes on it uh and then a flail or a ball and chain, chain. Uh, yeah, yeah it's a ball and chain because you can make a morning star flail i think yep you can my search history is absolutely boned <laughs> uh, <laughs> i just i really think you're into knights now well i like i, I have to look up a bunch of weapons for D anyway but now it's like hey do you want to buy a mace and i'm like no <laughs> you're gonna be scrolling I, through instagram and it's gonna be the fucking horse with its mouth open and you can see the registration number no, I don't want to register my horse Instagram. Yo, 
We're calling, trying to reach you concerning the insurance you've recently placed on your horse, or your horse's extended warranty. We're calling about your horse's extended warranty. <laughs> but would it be, like, old-timey? Like, would it have, like, that we're calling about your horse's ye old extended warranty with, like, three E's? <laughs> Very old extended warranty. <laughs> Your horse's extended warranty. What does extended warranty on a horse even look like? Yeah, it's just a longer horse. Good God. <laughs> it's just a bigger horse. Oh. We haven't even gotten through this story. Okay, uh, yeah, let's let's continue with this let's story. Let's continue Got with this story. Sidetrack horse registration. Uh so sends his wife to seduce Gawain. It's a whole Yeah, thing. like, we we went through all the trials. Yeah, you yeah. asked him about it? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, a New Year's Day rolls around, and Gawain goes to the Green Chapel to fight the Green Knight, and the Green Knight throws the fight. He feints two blows and then barely nicks Gawain on the third, and then sort of reveals that he is Bertolic, and he says that Morgan Le Fay had given him this weird, cool double identity to test both Gawain and Arthur to make sure that Arthur was picking good knights, and that Gawain was, like, a good person. Uh, hmm. Which is a bit weird to basically turn a dude into Buff Shrek to test him. <laughs> Buff Shrek, yeah. It's, 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 like, a weird choice, but I'm not gonna tell the lady in the pond distributing weapons as a form of government how to live her life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm not gonna do that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to curse on me, okay? I'm not- I'm not fucking with that. Uh, so then we go on to the second story, which is the Green Knight, but green has an E on the end of it. Greeny Knight. Uh, the Greeny Knight. The Greeny Knight. <laughs> the Greeny Knight. And so, in this story, uh, the Green Knight is a different person, and he's not green-skinned, but he wears a green tunic. Uh, so his name is Breadbettle? Excuse me? His name is Breadbettle in this story. Breadbettle? Yes. Okay. I... I am not going to attempt to tell you why. <laughs> Straight is it because sometimes... he's pretty good at bettling bread? I don't... It's not even spelled like B-R-E-A-D. It's just B-R-E-D, like bread. Like, like you breed an animal. Hmm. Past tense. I I don't know. Okay. I called him bread in my notes. <laughs> cool. Uh, just for fun. Because uh, so it got gets Wayne, Bert, and bread. and bread. Yes. And Morgan Le Fay, who gets her full name, uh, because she's important. And yeah, well... Arthur, because he's the children's television cartoon artwork and whatever. This is a zany cast you're putting together. This is a, this is a wild story. I'm imagining, like, Arthur from uh, the titular series, Arthur. Yeah, that's the one. Um, And then uh, Bert from Bert and Ernie. Batman? Wayne. Like, yeah, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a loaf of bread. And then, yeah, we got bread. <laughs> Bread's just uh, a normal guy, but they call him bread. It's like his frat name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is about how I tend to read stories like this. If there's an extended universe where I just assign them each a weird character just to keep everybody straight. 
Okay. Uh, it actually does help with like reading older literature if the names are hard, uh, especially with medieval. Um, well, they, yeah, they got a bunch of whack names. They got some wild names in there, so I just name them after things I can sort of put images to. So I am going to name my next pet Breadbettle. Good. Because that's that's fantastic. Good. I mean, he's a bit of a dick, but... Well, it's fine. His name's Breadbettle. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's allowed to be a dick if your parents named you Breadbettle. He's got a dope-ass name. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Are you disagreeing? I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying he's a bit of a dick. Okay. Well, let's get on with the story. <laughs> because, <laughs> okay. So here's another bit where I'm like, please stop sending your wives to seduce knights. Uh, so he has been asked by his wife's mother to trick Gawain. So, okay. Breadbettle is married. Breadbettle has a wife. We uh-huh. don't really get her name because this is medieval literature, so everybody's just referred to as so-and-so's wife. So Well, yeah, they were really focused on the dudes for no yeah. particular reason. It doesn't make any sense. Matrilineal makes more sense because, like, you can, like, the baby came out of that person and you can no, sort, no, sort that out. No, no, I'm just saying the authors were really gay, Sid. I'm just, that's... Oh. Yeah. Also an option. I... No, no particular reason. They just were <laughs> really focused on the guys and their thigh muscles. I mean, they were, though. There's a lot of mention of people's pecs, and it makes me a little uncomfy. I mean, so, yep. I mean... It's your sword-swinging muscle. It is, though. It literally is. <laughs> it kind of just is, though, yeah. It, it just is, though. Uh, so. Uh-huh. Breadbettle's married. Breadbettle's married. Breadbettle has a wife. Uh-huh. Breadbettle's wife's mother goes to Breadbettle and says, "Hey, you should help me trick Gawain because they don't they don't want Gawain doing the shit that he's doing. They, they don't want him in Arthur's court or whatever. Political reasons makes more sense if you've read a billion other stories. Long story short, they don't like him. They want him out. Yeah. So he gets approached by his wife's mother and is like, "Hey, go trick Gawain." Gawain's wife is in, or Breadbettle's wife is in love with Gawain, right? Okay. He knows this. Breadbettle knows this. And so he's like, oh, I'm going to, like, trick both Gawain and my wife by, like, getting Gawain to break his oath of chastity and, like, catching my wife cheating. That's what oh, he's shit. hoping to do. Uh, so he manages to trick both of them and gets Gawain to accept a garter from his wife. I don't know what a garter is. <laughs> I don't know what the significance of a garter is. Uh, but apparently it's a big deal. Wanna... Yeah, it's... I'm, it's like I'm part 90%... of medieval underwear, undergarments. Oh. I, cause like, I know there's a garter belt toss in older weddings. I think that's a thing. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, like, I vaguely know what it is. I don't know what it does or what purpose it serves. I'm 90% sure it's some type of, uh, like, innuendo or allegory for something else. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. And so he gets Gawain to accept a garter from his wife, acknowledges Gawain's skill, and just asks to accompany him to Arthur's court. So basically, like, Gawain finesses a garter belt from this dude's wife, and then the guy is like, oh, wow, you're so cool. I, I like, I'll follow you now. 
and does that. And that's the entirety of the story is just the shenanigans this dude goes through trying to twit, twit, trick, trick Gawain. Thank you. And like him trying to catch his wife cheating. It's a whole, a whole shebang of a story. Okay. It is, it is very funny because it does sort of read like medieval slapstick in a way. Yeah. Just because there's like, it's like Shakespearean levels of drama, but with Marvel superheroes. With just big dudes kicking the snot out of each other. Straight up. I'm gonna look up what a girder belt is. We're coming. We're doing this. It journey. just like holds up your like stockings. Just like a belt that holds up your stockings. How do you keep your stockings up? Belt. The belt. <laughs> Garter belt. Oh. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. It, uh, like, the significance of it is it's, like, it's basically, like, it, it's, like, part of your undergarments, quote-unquote. Quote-unquote. You know? So it's, like... Stockings are just your socks, though. Yeah. Oh, but this was during the time period where, like, ankles were a thing that people yeah. thought were... Yeah, if you saw your ankle, it was, like... Yeah. scandalous. It was, like, a whole thing. Yeah, it was a whole At deal. what point are we just gonna accept that someone in government had a foot fetish at one point, and now everybody had to be weird about their ankles and feet? At what point are we gonna accept that? Um... I don't know. Like, we're, we're all acknowledging that's a thing that probably was, right? We're doing that? You know what? You can do whatever. Uh, sure. We like, try not to kink shame on this show. We don't. I'm not. I'm just saying. This is the first episode where it's had to come up twice. What? We don't. Absolutely not. No. Do what you want to do. But I'm just saying, like, nobody focuses we don't need to that intensely on, on ankles unless there's something else going on. You know, look, it's just you never saw anything else, so it's like, oh shit. You know? I, I don't, but I'm gonna pretend that I do. It's like, oh damn, there's a you're naked under all your clothes. What the fuck? That's how that's how clothing works. That's how yeah, clothing I know, but works. Yeah, I didn't like to think about it, Sid. Well, obviously they did. There's lots of like. Okay, armoring yeah, up did, scenes in like this to do it that are like innuendo because that's classy it's not though <laughs> you just get an entire generation of people whose only outlet is writing whatever this was <laughs> I mean call it like it is <laughs> it's fan fiction it's fan fiction it's just yeah it literally is though because the original King Arthur was a myth, and then all of these stories are just elaborations on side characters and making of new OCs in this larger mythos. It's the Marvel yep. Universe for medieval England. The Arthurverse. Yeah. Patent pending. Arthurverse. Patent pending. Copyright pending. Copyright pending? Yeah, you can't. Copyright pending. I can't patent a thing. Yeah. Yep. But, like... We could do an entire series on, like, the Arthurverse and the bullshit that they went through. There's a lot this. of bullshit, yeah. We could do 
episodes on Arthur himself, on Morgan Le Fay, on like every monster ever <laughs> that they've fought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there would there would still be more. Cause like this is also the mythos in which the Fae play a large part. Which is a very, very specific and interesting uh sort of folklore concept. Mm-hmm. Just in the fact that, like, I've attended entire lectures on the Fae, and I still know nothing. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, uh, that's... Is, is this all our stories for the, for the Green Knight? I got one more, which is why okay. I bring up the Fae. Okay. Uh, which is in King Arthur and King Cornwall, uh, the Green Knight again shows up uh, as Breadbettle, and he's shown as one of Arthur's knights, so he has, like, entered in the court at this point. And he yeah. offers to help Arthur fight... Uh, a mysterious sprite who's being controlled Ooh. by King Cornwall, who's heavily implied to be a magician. Uh, Hell yeah, magic. Yeah. So the sprite has like gotten into King Arthur's chamber or something. And so Breadbettle attempts to physically fight it. Nice. Which doesn't go great uh, as it's magic. And that's kind of how punching magic works is not great. And so he uses a sacred text to subdue it. And then uh, eventually gains so much like sway over this over this uh, sprite that he convinces it to take a sword and decapitate King Cornwall. Oh shit! <laughs> Which is shockingly brutal. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, yeah. It's a night eat night world out there. It it sure is, dude. <laughs> It sure, sure is. Okay, I see on your sheet here that there's something about uh, color symbolism. Yes. Just break me off a little bit piece of that. I'll break you off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Because uh, it's like, it's green, right? Is it just nature? Yeah. I think you mentioned earlier that it's just nature. Well, okay. So it is nature in a bit. So a lot of these stories are like types of allegories, I think. Uh, in the fact that uh the green knight is often used as like a nature like he comes from nature that's always something that's very heavily emphasized yeah. with his character yeah so it's used almost in a way where he's shown to be like a human personification of the environment yeah and so gawain is used to represent like human civilization and so in them working together and fighting each other it's seen as like man's either success over nature or like uh, man's folly and then getting punished by nature um, hmm. so he's often seen as like a sort of wild man in the fact that he's massive and just stacked that he's like the sort of yeah base comes from the woods nature desires yeah he's, uh, he is like nature incarnate yeah which is also I think why a lot of the stories with him are so horny just because in the fact that green was used as a nature color, it was also used as, like, a fertility color. Because yeah. nature was seen to be very fruitful and things like that. So, fertility, yeah. rebirth, uh, things like that. So Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm going to need you to follow me through here. Okay. If... So. All right. He represents nature. Okay. It's proven that the Green Knight can shapeshift. Well, he can just turn into other people. 
Mm, well, I mean, it's two different bodies, like separate entities in form. So it's shape-shifting. There's the nature theme. Okay. Comes from the woods. If you... It's possible. If you Could take... be a bird. God damn it! <laughs> I will drive to Vermont. Martin, I will drive to Vermont and I will kick your ass. There is a specific note, a footnote in my notes. Say, if you look me in my eyes and tell me this dude's a bird, it's blood on sight. It's blood on sight. Blood on sight. I'm not having this slander. I did not do 15 to 20 hours of research on this dude for you to come in here and tell me he's a fucking bird. Look. Look. My neighbors hate me. I'm so sorry. He's nature incarnate. I. He's not a bird. There's the no. freedom. No. <laughs> no. Of nature is often no. also represented by birds. No. I'm just saying. No. 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 You. I've peeked my microphone. I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> no. I. Okay. I, no, I'm not doing this. I am tired of bird theory coming into my home and assaulting me and my good, good research. We're fighting now. I've decided we're fighting now. Oh. We are going to have an episode. I, I don't know when we're going to do it. I don't, I don't care when we do it, but we're doing it in which I'm going to fight you on bird theory. I am going to bring my research and we're fighting over bird theory. I can't do this. Next time, our, like, as as soon as we're in, like, the same state, we'll do a stream of just actual fight about bird theory. <laughs> we'll do an actual proper we'll debate. We'll do a live debate. Theory. Live I, debate on stream. Straight up. If y'all would watch that, let us know. <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll fight. Look, I'm just saying, Sid. I'm lightheaded. Can't rule it out. I'm lightheaded. That is the loudest I've ever yelled. <laughs> I mean, look, if everything that's written about him is fan fiction, this is just my little piece I'm adding to the Arthurian canon. If you write Green Knight is a bird fan fiction, I, uh-huh. I will consider. Okay. I will consider. Do I have to write it in Old English? Yes. Okay. Challenge accepted. All right. Give me like two years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I say this knowing full well that I like uh, yeeted into my school's folklore archives to find this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Old English sucks, dude. A lot. I am lightheaded. <laughs> I am lightheaded. <laughs> From well, my outburst. I think that about wraps us up on the Green Knight then. He's not a bird. He's not a bird. <laughs> he could be. He could be. He's not a bird. He's closer you can't to rule it out. Can't rule it out. Oh. Some birds are green. Look at what parakeets. Are... Oh. Parakeets Parrots? are tiny. Parrots? <laughs> Look, he can shapeshift. It doesn't matter what size the bird is. He's, he'd be closer to a changeling than a shapeshifter. They can only do humans. Nah, I mean, you know, it's mystical powers given to him by Morgan Le Fay, so, like, 
you know, it's fine. Yeah. All right. Could be a bird, Sid. Could be a bird. Maybe the knights were the birds we met along the way. (laughs) Maybe the real knights are the birds we met along the way. Oh. Oh. Well, I guess we're going into the Arthurverse again if we've established that this is where we are. All right. I think that's the end of the episode. I think Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed our flirtation into the Arthurian folklore. Um, if you want more content from us, where could you find it, Sid? It's not a fucking bird. You can follow our Twitter if you want to hear about our episodes. Hey, before Twitter's we... a bird. God, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Twitter's a bird. You can follow our Twitter. If you want to hear about the episodes before we actually post them, uh, you can follow our Twitter at at oncryptids uh, on twitter.com. We post images as we're recording so you can sort of get a sneak preview into future episodes. Uh, What's actually the tweet for this week? Do you know? Man, I don't know. You should just post a picture of a parrot with no other context. I feel like that'd be funny. Yeah. They yeah. won't know which scripted we're covering. Exactly. <laughs> uh, oh. We'll post pictures on the Twitter when we're recording, so if you want to sort of be updated on that and interact with us, uh, Twitter's a good spot to do that. If you want to see us live, where can they do that, Marty? Uh, well, we mentioned it a little bit earlier. We have our stream. Uh, we stream live every Friday from what time? Uh, from... 5.30 to 8 on every Friday. Every Friday. Yes. Uh, so come out and join us. Um, it'll be a blast. So yeah, join us uh, every Friday from 5.30 to 8 at The Midcast. That is T-H-E-M-Y-D-C-A-S-T. The Midcast on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time. We'll see see y'all in the the woods. woods.